four score and seven years ago. It was 1933, which is not anything to do with our podcast. But I just wanted to say that. Wow, that was awesome. (laughs) Force one. Four score and seven years ago. That's how Abe Lincoln started his. uh, Oh, cool. Um, So we are drinking a thievery Sauvignon Blanc today. So the other day I went to Total Wine all by myself, which I don't do ever. And they have just like thousands of wines there. So I just wanted to find something that stood out to me in some way. That wasn't like crazy expensive. So I was walking the aisles and I really liked the label because it was textured. It was embossed and add foil. It's like Egyptian looking. I thought it was really fun. So we ended up with the Thievery Sauvignon Blanc. It's 2018. It was made in Ukiah, California. It's off dry and it was aged in stainless steel for eight months. Yeah, it smells really good. Did you smell it? I'm smelling it now, right out of the bottle. I don't know about that. Okay. I mean, I now I'm going to smell it from the glass. The label does look, I'm pretty impressed with the label. It says Precision Wine Cow on it, but it's made at Thievery Cellars. So I don't know if like Thievery Cellars is like a sub, like cat, like sub brand off of Precision Wine. I don't know. Do you think I should look it up real quick? No, it doesn't matter. People can look it up if they want to know. But right. we, we used to be really good about sharing like our labels on our website. Or like what the bottles look like. And I've been really slacking. But we just redid our website. Yeah. Which we're not done with it. But we have the landing page at freshethicmedia.com. And you can send us messages. You can sign up for like a weekly newsletter. And any of our sponsors we've talked about. There's links on there. Where you can get like all of our discount codes and stuff. Which is pretty fun. So. Yeah. You know all the important things. What do you think about the wine? Did oh, you try I haven't it? tasted it yet. Oh, I tried it. I just it. got so excited. I've been waiting because I tried it and I don't want to skewer your perception. Hmm. See, so we just had pizza and mozzarella. And I feel like this sov tastes similar to a Chardonnay to me. Oh. Hmm. I could be wrong. Maybe it's the back of the throat. It just hits similar. It's pretty smooth, but it is like full body. Like it's like, coats your whole mouth. It's yeah. not like. I think that's what. Like there's not that much What's similar to a Chardonnay's. Like Chardonnay's can or there be is very acidity, full body. But it's not fruit forward, I suppose. Is how you'd say that. Mm-hmm. Like if they said, oh, hints of vanilla and whatever, like that's yeah. more of where it's coming from versus. I feel like a lot of. Sauve Blancs are very citrus forward. Yeah. And this isn't citrus forward in that no. way. I mean, it does have acidity to it. You know what, though? It also is really uh, kind of sweet. Well, it's off dry. Off dry, Which means yeah. it's not a dry Sauve Blanc, but it's also not a sweet. Mm-hmm. It's balanced, I guess you would say. Yeah. I think it's good. I mean. We'll see how. I might, I might need an ice changes. cube. We'll see. See, this is... I've had it in the fridge. Yeah. <sighs> That's how you know the wine's good. I <laughs> know. <laughs> I don't know if it's good. If that would... I don't know. Okay. So... Welcome. Guess, oh, yeah. To our Wine 30 podcast with Andrew and Lindsay. Where we talk about hot topics and drink wine. And if you don't know now, 
Now you know. I know. We have a new podcast cover, too. Yeah. Which my sisters were making fun of because they said my boobs aren't that big. <laughs> like, did they say your boobs aren't that big? Like, oh, your boobs, you photoshopped your boobs? Or are they saying, like, oh, look how tiny her boobs are. They're just so tiny No, they the photo, right? Like They sent me a screenshot of our new cover and they're like ha 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 your boobs aren't that big in real life (laughs) (laughs) and it's like an illustration and i was like well i'm not gonna be nitpicky and be like oh can you make my boobs smaller in the illustration (laughs) that's so mean and like (laughs) but also kind of funny but uh, also insensitive and i was like "Mm, thanks guys but i would like you all to know i am self-aware of your lack of chest petite boobies Yeah. Uh, but, you know, I've been working out, so my chest muscles are going to make up for that. Some pecs. Yeah, she's getting her pec- pectoral muscles going. Okay. Uh, you want me to talk about some uh, pop culture? Yeah, let's start off with a little pop culture. Okay. So, Pete Davidson from SNL. Chad. Did he die? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, did you think that's where that was going? I thought so. I thought you were going to be like going to a real dark place there. No, but he did enter a mental health treatment facility again. Oh, okay. Because he has. Yeah, poor guy. Like. I like Chad. Yeah. Um, What's his real name again? Uh, Pete Davidson. Yeah. But right. his girlfriend is breaking up with him for entering a mental health oh, facility. They must have not. Well, been. I think she ha- he had like a manic episode at her house and she's like this is too much for me so she put him into the no he chose to go because he's been several times because i think he has like bipolar and a few other things and well he has depression too which he's talked about a lot and i think he just he's going through it he's going through a crisis so i think it's good that he seeks treatment and i like that he's so open about it yeah that's a thing by the way men crisis crises i went through one the other day it's a thing pms i don't know if i I wouldn't call it pms i would say it's a crisis andrew came in the other day and he's like i'm having a crisis and i was like what's your crisis and he's like life is a crisis all of life is a crisis it's like constantly stumbling over obstacles <laughs> just, like, you have to like keep running like it would just be like if people were throwing chairs at your legs while you're running a marathon and it was just like, okay. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, it is. is three o'clock in the morning. And you were just like. <laughs> it was not that late. But it, yeah. was, it was pretty late. But so that was kind of a bummer. Vanessa Hudgens, who we interviewed just like two months ago, I guess, at the Napa Valley Film Festival. She and her boyfriend of nine years just broke up. That's rough. And I'm like, oh. Nine years, though. Like, she must have been like in high school when they started She's dating. older than me. So I'm 30. She's 31. She would have been 22. Uh, so, yeah, that's, I guess we've been dating. A long time. time. So, But that just really upset me. And Why? because, well, like when we saw her, she was talking about like how much she enjoyed like watching Netflix and drinking wine with her boyfriend after oh, a hard yeah. day of work. And that was just like, I guess, just a week or so before they broke up. So Did we ever post that interview? No, we still need to share with everybody. We should share that. Next episode. Next episode. We'll do it. Yeah. We it's a, a few... actually a really funny interview because she like makes really mouth funny noises. mouth noises. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's hilarious. 
Yeah, we will share that next episode. We have a few interviews left to yeah. like share with you guys. We were gonna make a TikTok of it, but we uh, might still. Yeah, it's if we can make it like humble, I think it's okay. <laughs> like I don't want to just be like TMZ, like making her look like a crazy person. Crazy person. Yeah. yeah. So Billie Eilish is the youngest person to sing a theme song for a James Bond film because she's doing the theme song for the newest James Bond film they're making, and. The other notable theme song singers over the past few years have been Madonna, Adele, and Sam Smith. But she's the youngest ever to sing. I used to have a dream when I was younger. To be the youngest at something? No. Oh. To be James Bond. No. I used to really want to be. That was like my thing. You know how people are like, I'm a firefighter. I was like watching James Bond. I'm like, it would be cool to be James Bond. I mean, of course. Someday. It would be cool to be James not Bond. Not be like not be like an I actual, used to want to be an Olsen twin. Not be like an actual but, killer spy, but like in the movies, you know, well, yeah. like be like a that would be like the role. Is there a role that you'd wanna do? I wanted to be in a Mary Kate and Ashley movie so bad oh. as like one of the friends or something, because every movie there was like a different group of friends. And I was like, I just wanna be a friend in a Mary Kate and Ashley movie, but I was probably too young at the Well, time you know they got that revamp. A fuller house. So you could Maybe. But Mary Kate and Ashley aren't on that. Which is really strange, right? Not really. I think they have moved on from acting and they've said that for a lot of their career they had complete creative control over everything they did because it's like they would come up with the concepts for the movies, they would make the characters, they would do it. They own the company that did all of their films, so it's like they made what a billion dollars or whatever off of all of that. But then they have a hard time working now. For, like, roles that they didn't come up with themselves or, like, don't have the creative oh. control over how they're, like, how things end up. Like, they were just babies. When, <laughs> when they were on full they house were the like first so time. They were, like, so little. They were just, like, and little kids. they have, like, a huge fashion line or three fashion lines. They are so busy doing other things. Yeah. That I think that they're just not in the space they're to not do acting in the space right now. To and they said like in. there may be times in the future when they're older that they may take a guest spot on something or mm. like do something that they really believe in, but they don't find enjoyment out of acting anymore. So maybe they never did. I think it would just be fun as a kid though, maybe. I think they had a good time as a kid, but then like also they didn't really have a real childhood. Also it's not it's like they're kids so how much acting are they doing <laughs> but then people were saying like their sister elizabeth olsen has become like a popular actress over the past yeah few years and they were saying well couldn't she go on fuller house and like do their role as an adult because they look enough alike and oh. they're related so it'd be kind of fun yeah but i don't think i think she's way too busy there's not that much traction on the show either it's like well, they're doing their last season now. Yeah. <laughs> but there's been a bunch of people that are, like, hoping they'll come back for, like, the very last episode or something for yeah. a short cameo. Or do, like, a FaceTime call at the end or something. That'd be interesting. I don't think they will. I don't but think they will either. It would be interesting. Speaking of Fuller House, Lori Loughlin with the college admission scandal case. Oh, yeah. She, her case is due in federal court on Friday of this week. But they say she probably won't actually attend. Why? Because her lawyer will She'll deal just with hire whatever. A lawyer. Okay. Well, she already has a lawyer. Yeah. But she chose not to take the plea deal. And nice. I think she's now regretting it. Oh, yeah. Because they're coming after her. Well, she paid half a million dollars to get her kid into USC. And she had like professional photos taken of her daughter on a rowing machine because she was like 
going to USC as like a rower. Yeah. Even though she's not a rower. That's like a lot of pressure on the kid. Honestly. The kid who didn't even want to go to the school because she's like a YouTube beauty guru, yeah. whatever. Oh, her kids are so annoying. Yikes. But, I imagine. Yeah. So last bit of pop culture news I have here is about the Harry and Meghan moving to Canada and splitting their time between there and the UK and like becoming more independent from the royal family because that's happened in the past week since their last oh, episode. Oh, this is super popular and, right now. Like, yeah. I've been hearing a lot about this. So just yesterday, they had a two and a half hour summit with like the queen and the rest of the family talking about like... Secrets they can share and they can't share. No. <laughs> I think she was trying to convince them to stay. Oh, yeah, maybe. And She's getting... How old is she now? She is old. I am unsure. But very, yeah. very up there. Um, so I think she was trying to convince them to stay. Megan wasn't part of the summit. She chose not to attend. I think it's really but, tough because it's like family. And like it's always been a thing where you can trust your family. Like within like kingdoms like that, you know. Like that's how it happened in the past, right? Like well, you... Those are their, those are your people, you know. So it's like you know they're not going to betray you, or, or they're less likely to anyway. So the queen put out a statement after the summit yesterday, oh, yeah? and it was six sentences long, and she said the word family eight times in six sentences. But it basically said that she's supportive of them leaving. Why is that significant that she said that many times? Or because she just kept saying family, family, family. Like she made it like a personal thing versus so I mean like a she's like thing, we're family, which is good. And she's saying yeah. we're still going to support them like as a family, but like they want to step back That's nice. and become more independent and no longer be like employees of the yeah. country and be making money off of the taxpayers, etc. Good point. Um. So she was really nice about it and said that they would be going through a phase where they would split their time between the UK and Canada, which I think eventually they plan on phasing out to be like entirely in Canada. But I do hear that Megan has been like doing some auditions and stuff for some voice acting roles back in the United States and Canada. So which she was an actress prior to marrying Harry. Yeah, I know. I remember. Yeah. That's just... A lot of craziness. Yeah. The debates happened today. We haven't watched them yet. We couldn't figure out how to get a feed. Like, yeah, I was on YouTube, but we, it got disconnected. We don't really do live TV, but, like, our internet came with, like, 15 channels on Xfinity or whatever. Yeah. So, we, like, I went on today and was like, oh, I'm going to watch the debates. And I was like, of course, we don't get CNN, so. I know. So I'm going to have to go out. Maybe it'll be on Hulu or something. It'll be tomorrow, I'm sure. Yeah. But I tried to watch it on YouTube, but then they took it off because of copyright. Yeah. But you think they would want to get it out as much as they could. I don't know. It just seems strange to me. Like, you think CNN would be live streaming it on YouTube? should just be accessible, like, everywhere. Anyway, I guess it's not that important. I don't know. I haven't watched the last couple debates, so I'm interested to see... Watching now that it's down to a smaller group. Which I guess Trump is doing rallies. Of course he is. Like at the same exact time as the debates. He always does that. It's his thing. Yeah. Well, he's got no competition at the moment. He just tries to bring attention to himself. Yeah. Which I do hear there were new things came out about the impeachment stuff today, but I haven't... I'm not going to talk about that. I haven't looked up enough, and I don't want to talk about it, but... 
something that I do want to talk about is this game I've been playing on my phone, which is called Best Fiends. And it's like best friends, but without the R. So it's best fiends. And it's this really fun way to pass time and you're engaging your brain, which when I heard like, oh, it helps engage your brain. I was like, okay, it's just like a silly game. But I actually have to strategize in my head now that I'm getting up there in the levels. And like sometimes it'll take me two or three tries or sometimes more if it's a really hard level. But like I have to actually use my brain to figure out which bugs to use and everything else. It's a super fun casual game that anyone can play, but it is made for adults. So it keeps you interested the entire time. And you can spend as much or as little time as you'd like in the game. There's super bright colors. It's very visually appealing. I'm on level like 68 now, and I'm just like ticking away at it over and over and over. Andrew's like, are you still on that level? What are you doing? And then like, I feel like in the mornings, I'm always beating my levels that I couldn't get the night before. So it's always really exciting. And you like earn new characters throughout the game. They're super fun. And they come out with new levels and events every single month. So it doesn't get old. And they actually treat it like a service for their players versus just like a basic game. And it doesn't require internet to play. So you can use it even when you're traveling. So you can engage your brain with fun puzzles and collect tons of cute characters. And with over 100 million downloads, this five-star rated mobile puzzle game is a must-play. Download Best Fiends free on the Apple App Store or Google Play. Once again, that's friends without the R, Best Fiends. All right. I know. Thanks for staying with us. Next time I tell you about the game, I'm going to be at level 100. Just wait. She'll be 1 million. His mom is on level 1,000-something. I know. I'm like, dang. I'm going to have a talk with her about How that. am I going to get there? <laughs> <laughs> but if you guys want to play, you can add me as a friend on there, and then we can see. you can see when you pass me. Yeah. You can see when you pass your friends on there, and it's, it's pretty fun. Every time I pass somebody, I'm like, like ah, friendly competition. Got it. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm all about it. So do you have anything you want to chat about today? Or? Uh, I had some stuff on the Iran stuff that I want to chat about, but I don't really want to bring it up. Yeah, well, I'll just go quick over it. It's just, so like, okay, so a couple days, like Canada was blaming Iran for shooting down one of their planes. Yeah. And, but it was right after Trump had killed their leader. Mm-hmm. And to me, that seemed like kind of like a scapegoat of, uh, it was like a scapegoat that Canada was using. And I was like, to me, that's what I saw. I was like, okay, Canada, like great timing on that, you know? So I was going to talk about this. I mean, I'm talking about it now, but then I read the newspaper, um, the sun or the Sunday newspaper, and they were saying that they shot down a plane in like Ukraine. Mm -hmm. So, and they took ownership of it. I guess it was a mistake. Like, I didn't read the article, but because I was kind of like, man, I really wanted to not think that they were that. I mean, I guess I don't know. I don't know what to think. That's why I didn't want to talk about it, because I'm like on the fence either way. I'm like, I don't know. Like, people do make mistakes. I'm like, they're in like a really sensitive state right now. Mm -hmm. So it's like, I don't want to like make any opinions on it. Yeah. I'm like conflicted, I guess. So that's my opinion on it is like I'm conflicted. I mean, makes sense. Yeah. And 
something that kind of ties into that a little bit is on like TikTok and all these sites, like these teens keep talking about getting drafted and what they're going to do when they get drafted. Oh, yeah. And like Andrew's little sister was even like, I could become a teen mom and then they can't draft me. <laughs> and it's like, you're like, you should not be thinking but about that. I looked up everything about the draft and honestly, people do not have any worry about getting drafted. Especially oh, yeah, for sure. Especially girls, especially teens. Like, honestly, we have like 5 million people in our military any given time so and we only send like a thousand people and here and there so it's kind of mostly drones doing the work i guess i mean that's what killed that that leader in iran so yeah so kind of a downer topic sorry about that sorry guys but i i honestly do still believe that they're gonna america or some leader somewhere is gonna use them as a cop-out like oh iran did this now we gotta you know what i mean Mm -hmm. Like, that's honestly what it is. It feels like a gambit to me. So, so do, you, do you want to hear about something more fun? I do, yeah. I wanted something to lighten the mood. Cause okay, so these down. medical researchers at the University of Michigan were studying this natural occurring protein called cestrin, which they found can mimic most of the effects of exercise. And they've used it on oh, mice. Oh, that's interesting. And it will help, like, your aerobic like ability your cardiovascular like everything and it builds muscle and stuff like exercise does yeah because they found out that um your body like releases it or produces cestrin when you exercise and that's what creates the effects of exercise so they said that hopefully eventually they'll be able to use it to counter muscle like atrophy yeah atrophy and how do you say like degrading muscle atrophy well yeah but um, <laughs> yeah I get like saying. due to aging and other causes or like people who you know that's crazy have cause... issues and they can't like people that may be paralyzed or something and can't exercise the same way can then take this protein and get some of the benefits of yeah exercise honestly that's like huge because that's like instant overnight billionaire stuff right there if they mm-hmm. can make that work because when i was going to school they were like, okay, like you want to be an instant billionaire, create a supplement that gives you the impact of exercising without raising your heart rate. Yeah, that's so, exactly what that is. Exactly. So, so like if they can patent that, like no one else has been able to do that. Like the thing is, is I feel like they're probably, may, they may be real scientists and then you're going to get a lot of like corporate goons coming in. And well, to, I like, guess what their issue is right now is that the molecules are very large yeah. molecules so they have to figure out a way to make them smaller if they're going to make it into something that people can take oh okay um so they haven't quite figured it out yet but yeah that's it is on the horizon yeah. they figured it out that's rough and speaking of people discovering new things did you hear about the teen intern who started as an intern at nasa and three days later discovered a new planet that's very similar to earth and is habitable and it, except it's like seven times bigger than Earth, but yeah, his third day as an intern at NASA. Cool, that's impressive. I'm like, that is crazy. Where is it? Let's go there. I'm just kidding. I mean, I think it's like in a different galaxy and <laughs> it's really sure. far yeah, away. Yeah. But the fact that he how just, did he like, discover it? I think he just, he just like, stumbled, stumbled upon it somehow, yeah. and like, it's that's crazy. Cool. Yeah, that's what happens when you get like fresh people into things, you know. New minds. A lot of times that can also happen if you get like 
people coming from a different profession, Mm -hmm. they can get that same type of result. Like where they're like asking simple questions that you wouldn't even think to ask kind of thing. I wonder what the Australian bachelor thinks about that. Because he's an astrophysicist. He's been looking for new planets for years. Honestly, he probably doesn't even think about astrophysics at all at this point. Like, Like, I don't think it's his passion. Like, now he's the bachelor, so that's just He's just a batch, yeah. Okay. All right. So, hit me with another topic. Okay. We have time? Yeah. Okay. So, this is something that someone asked, like, a couple weeks ago, and I wrote it down, and we just didn't get around to it. So, now... I'm going to ask you, how do you respond when people say things like, oh my gosh, I didn't know you talked. You're always so quiet. Like, you know how people say like things like that and it's kind of like something rude, but then it's like, how do you respond to that? Oh, like, what do you mean? Like if you're a quiet person and someone's like oh you're so quiet oh because like, they're like no if you're like con- you kind of? no like if you're contributing in a conversation or you're at a party and you're talking to someone and someone's like oh my gosh i didn't know you talked you're always so quiet ha, ha, ha. Oh. like i like i used to hear that all the time well i think that's more like an uncomfortability of the other person like they were like they want to be a part of the conversation mm-hmm. i don't know i don't know honestly i don't know i've never said that I've, I've been told that like a bunch of times. Yeah. Though, and, like, I even uh, had a teacher or actually I've had several teachers say that where like in class, like I'm usually relatively quiet in class because I'm taking notes and I'm, you know, doing my class well, I don't want to like make this a female. I think more females say that because I have not ever heard oh, that I'm sure. from a guy. And then, well, I had a male teacher say it to me once oh. and then we were on a field trip and I was like on the bus, like chatting with my friends and he was like, wow, I didn't know that you talked like. You're always See, so that quiet. doesn't strike me as like a negative thing. But I feel now, like a lot of times, for, like coming from a teacher, from a teacher, not so much. But when it's like a peer that says it to you, it's kind of like, yeah, okay, like you know, I'm a human being. You know, I have friends, right? <laughs> like, yeah, I'm not just quiet twenty four seven. I I don't know. I don't even know how to respond to it because I always feel like I would just like laugh it off. Yeah, you don't like, want to be oh, like yeah, rude back. But, like, I don't know. That's really hard. But, like, it, it is really annoying like, when people say If you're getting it. that feeling, it's just, like, maybe they're not friendly people or whatnot. Yeah. So I really have no good advice. I was hoping Andrew would have a really good answer. Just punch him in their face. No, don't you. <laughs> you could just say, I am a quiet person. Be like, I'm studying you. No. <laughs> you could just be like, I am usually quiet. I don't know. I That's not great either because then you're like. Well, it's like, I feel like I'm a type of person who likes to like observe. You could just be quiet and and look at him, like stare him down. And like soak in a lot of information before just being like, yeah, very loud. So honestly, you don't have to say anything back. Don't say anything at all. You can just smile and nod. Yeah. The less, less is better in that one, I think. Kind of like Alexia from the new batch. Alexa. Alexa. One word answers all the time. I love it. Yeah. But if you guys haven't been listening to our our other podcast, The Batch Report, the new season of The Bachelor just started. So check it out. Yeah. Please do. And then we will talk to you guys next week on Wine 30 with our interview with Vanessa Hudgens. Oh, yeah. We're going to knock that out. It's pretty funny. I'm looking forward to it. Okay. Talk to you guys later. Bye.